You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. The podcast. Okay, so we know the deal. We've talked the Dak thing down. We continue to talk the Deshaun thing up. And now we've got the Wilson worry to discuss. Sometimes in life, it's the words you use or write. And sometimes it's the words you don't use or write. We'll get into that in one minute. Very juicy story here. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests. Juicy. On the Goodyear hotline. And maybe the most... Passionate thing you're going to hear. I don't even know what the fellas are going to say, but maybe the most passionate thing you're going to hear in the next nine minutes in our first segment comes via another quarterback in Dan Orlovsky. Hang tight for that. How was your night? And then we'll get into this morning. I didn't do nothing. I was chill, right? I, what did I do? I just had a rest no football, of my, no NBA. Right? I mean, there's like kind of weird. Brains. Right? Like, Actually, great. <laughs> it was great for a minute, not yeah, to do anything. Obviously, you know what I watched. So, How many it's people every got night. Up in it's the every night. In the no, it was just it was just more about missing people and stuff like that, trying to find their kids and you know just. <laughs> what you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? It's Some dude day. in Florida, though, man. See, you got me tripping because I was walking my dog. I thought I saw somebody. I was like, see, see, now I'm overreacting. Key got me because it's all these these murder mysteries that you watch and you talk about it every day. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, they're not. Nobody's coming to get you. I mean, well, they're not. No, you're big, man. You're a big old dude. They're not. They're not really bothering you. It's more about. It's more about people have done something in bad relationships, or somebody's attacking someone's kids. They're not just harming you walking down the street. It's not. It's not like that. Those shows aren't like that. I, I see. I don't. I can't watch it. Why? Because I don't. Because I start. Like coming up with different scenarios in my brain that probably aren't even realistic. They're just fascinating because it, it to me, it works the mind. It's like solving a puzzle, as we talked about on the um, the Colorado with the the young lady John uh, Benet Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah. I've seen so many of them that my mind is twisted as to who did it, how they did it. If it the letter was a two page letter versus <laughs> like Zubin said, it's usually just four. Long ransom notes. Yeah, Those long words ransom don't go notes. Yes, yeah, right? he's open notes. They don't go together. It's just like I'm a closet fan. He's he's out. I'm just I'm I'm into true crime. It's okay. It's okay to let people crime. know what you like. It's fine. People want to know what you're all about, and so it's to open up to them and let them know. Hey, I like these sort of things. Bring our people that support us into our homes so so they could feel like they know us. Jeez. And you know that's that's how it is. So I spent more time yesterday having a lot of Myers Leonard conversations, oh and we'll we'll save that for later. Indeed, we will get into that later to take a very serious turn for sure, and that's just something. It's the world we live in in twenty twenty one. I was literally we'll, about to say exactly that. It's the world we live in, yeah. clearly. And on this show, unlike a lot mm. of other shows, we'll address it head on, but we certainly will get. Well, oh, there are shows that address it; they just address it differently. Differently, <laughs> <Right>. that's fair. <laughs> Not uh, like we will be addressing it on our show. Yes, and we'll get to that here in just a little bit. In fact, we'll get to it in just about. 30 minutes or so if you hey, can hang tight you figured that out. 
for that. Okay, so here's the big story of the morning here. And you guys probably saw this yesterday. The Seattle Seahawks recently sent a letter to their season ticket holders. This is something that most organizations do on a yearly basis. Thanks for your patronage, especially in this year of 2020 where income was less. The 12s, we have the best fan base in the league. You hear that every Every one of the 32 clubs sends this sort of letter out. And then please enclose your check for next year's season tickets right here, right now. But there's a couple of things in this letter. And I took a look through it yesterday. And I'm just going to mention some things in it. (laughs) There's some things in it. And then I'll mention one notable thing that isn't in it. The letter was penned by Chuck Arnold, who is the president of the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. The letter went on to say such things as congratulations to our organization. We're the only team in the league that did not have a player or coach test positive for COVID the entire season. That was noted in the letter. Here are some of the other individuals that were noted in the letter for either their contributions to the team or joining the team. Wide receiver Tyler Lockett, wide receiver DK Metcalf, Jamal Adams, their new offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, brought in under the endorsement of Russell Wilson, Jordan Brooks, general manager, John Schneider, head coach, Pete Carroll. Now we're getting in the weeds. Everybody. Run game coordinator, Andy Dickerson. All of these people oh, I didn't were know in that. the letter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of these people were in Keep the going, letter. Keep going, Zubin. There is one person. Jay, why don't you finish this off after I give you all the people that are in the letter. There is one person <laughs> Notably omissed from this letter. And that person would be Russell Wilson. And here we are. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? I you, wish I was. You but actually, it's litany, great for our show. You went so. through the litany of names. <laughs> this is not a Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott Correct. omission. Correct. Video social style. media video key. No, I, I get it, Jay. It's, it, I thought it was the new offensive coordinator in Shane Waldrop. I thought it was... DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, and that was it. Mm-mm. But when you start talking about run game coordinator and this guy and that guy and this, that, and not Russell Wilson, now I'm starting to say, okay, what is the intent here? What What is it? Is it we're going to deliberately sting you or we want to introduce – other people to let our social media and our season ticket holders Come on, know who these people are. I'm, Come just on, trying to, I'm just trying to understand because we went through the same sort of kind of exercise with Dak Prescott, right? He wasn't in the hype video, so to speak, that went out. And we were all like, oh, my God. And, and I'm like, well, they're going to sign him. So what's the big issue that somebody forgot to put him in the hype video? Is this the same sort of thing that is going to get the attention of fans and people to talk about the Seahawks to keep them relevant in the news other than not saying anything about them at all is this is this calculated to that degree or am I just foolish Jay to believe and naive to think that that is the situation. We'll get Jay's thoughts here in one second, but first it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. It remains to be seen with this sort of, I don't want to be traded, but here's some teams you could trade me to. Is there a small war brewing between the Seahawks and Russell Wilson? Not sure. Pretty sure there is going to be a war brewing between RESP and NFL analyst Dan Orlovsky, a dozen years in the league at the quarterback position, ready to go to war over where he thinks and how he thinks Russell Wilson has handled all this. They want to play hardball with Russell Wilson. You want to leak all that stuff? You want to make all those statements? You want your agent to throw out teams there? Fine. We'll play that way as well. We're sick and tired of it, Russell. 
That's what I think they're saying. We're not, you're not above the team. You're not above our organization. We love you. We think you're a great player, but we're not going to allow you to dictate to us how this is going to go. I've said this for weeks. He wants out. He wants out now. This isn't about football. This is about getting out. And I think the Seattle Seahawks are starting to sit there and go, we're not going to let you to control the narrative. Mm. So this reminds me, when you told me the story, Zubin, yesterday, I started thinking about this is like Christmas time. You know, around Christmas time, you get all the, the Christmas cards where you get like everybody's picture on the family card and it shows up. And you're like, oh, there's the husband, there's the wife, there's the two kids. Everybody that's meaningful is on that Christmas card. So imagine getting the Christmas card from the Seattle Seahawks and the the prodigal, like the 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 best player is omitted on the Christmas card. Like this is a huge middle finger to Russell Wilson, in my opinion. Like, even to the fact that when this happened with Dak, when there was omission of a social media social media video, Derek Eagleton came out, director of media and programming of that team, the Dallas Cowboys, came out and said, Hey guys, look, this is an honest mistake. They combated it very quickly, right, after it started to pick up steam. I haven't seen anybody from the Seattle Seahawks come out and say, hey, guys, uh, we just you know, we just made a simple mistake. This is an oversight issue. Nobody came out and addressed it yesterday. Nobody made a tweet. Nobody made anything. So you know what? This is the Seattle Seahawks saying, okay, Russ, if you want to dig your heels in the sand, if you don't feel like you're comfortable with the way we're moving, I'm going to let you know that you are not bigger than the Seattle Seahawks franchise. You are a great quarterback. We would love for you to be here. But if you want to act big and we're competing that way, you are not bigger than us. And we will continue to prove it until you recognize that, hey, we need to do this collectively together. It's not about you. It's about us. Last thing I would say in this regard, I Hmm. totally agree with you. And you're doubling down essentially on what Orlovsky said. The bottom line is this. The Seattle Seahawks have missed the playoffs one time in Russell Wilson's tenure just one time. We gave you your O.C., the one time they missed it, they were 9-7. and seven. Russ could say, that's on me. But the organization could also say, we gave you all the talent to make the playoffs almost every single year. It was a defensive-oriented team, and then we turned the team over to you. Richard Sherman, Russell Wilson, we picked you. Cam Chancellor, Russell Wilson, we picked you. Michael Bennett, Russell Wilson, we picked you. K.J. Wright, Russell Wilson, we picked you. Brian Schottenheimer, Russell Wilson, we picked you. We picked you every single time. We are trying to get you help all over the field. Josh Gordon, we got him for you. Didn't work out. We are doing everything in our power to try to get you some help. So if you think this is on us, just take a step back and realize what we've tried to do for you. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. On the way, speaking of Russell Wilson, Key, every time we bring this up, Key gets hot no matter what. That play, Super Bowl Forty Nine, the pick. Russell Wilson to Malcolm Butler with Marshawn Lynch standing two feet behind Russell Wilson. Maybe the worst play we've ever seen in sports. To Key, it certainly is. That's our poll question this morning. What is the worst play you've ever seen in sports? Hit us up, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776, Key J and Z. On Twitter, fill it up. We'll get to him throughout the course of the morning. We're back after Key has this from O'Reilly Auto Parts. A weak battery could lead. Leave you stranded, so don't take a chance. O'Reilly Auto Parts will test your battery free of charge. If your battery needs to be replaced, their professional parts people can help you find the exact battery that fits your car or truck at a guaranteed low price. Make sure your vehicle is prepared for the weather ahead by getting your battery tested for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
Riley in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, day one, listen to man. I'm a big fan. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your football acumen. Hey, Zubin, you the man. Key, I appreciate you and you was down there in Carolina too, baby. I appreciate that. More from Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. I don't know how I'm going to chauffeur him to work today, considering I'm sitting here at this moment and he's on at 8 a.m. It's, it's a tough life for me, I got to tell you. Keep you got to get up earlier to go to the dry cleaner, man. You got to be committed to it if you're going to say it. Same day service, baby. Take it in before <laughs> 7. He, Greeny doesn't have to wait till tomorrow. He can get it today. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Mm-hmm. All of our guests on the Goodyear hotline, including Peter King, Football Morning in America. He's got some very interesting things about the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Matt LaFleur. He is on the way here uh, this morning. As well, we're asking this morning to you. Simply put, worst play you've ever seen in sports. Kind of the reason we're bringing it up. Russell Wilson's back in the news. Malcolm Butler's in the news after his release. Those two, of course, inextricably linked after the pass in Super Bowl Forty Nine. With it looked like the Seahawks on the verge of winning the Super Bowl with Marshawn Lynch just pounding it in. That would have allowed the Seahawks to go back to back. Instead, they haven't been back to the Super Bowl since. So here's the question for you. 888-SAY-ESPN. The fellows are going to weigh in. I'll give you mine, and we'll take yours. We'll do it throughout the course of the morning. Key J and Z on Twitter as well. Okay, uh, Key, worst play you've ever seen in sports? Is Super it the one, Bowl, is it the one I just Seattle, mentioned? Yeah, Seattle, New England Patriots. You're so hot. Every time we bring it up out of what nowhere. else? What else is worse? Think about it, man. Well, we'll see. Everybody's got you got point. the ball on, what was it, the three-yard line? Pretty with, much. On, on second down? And you throw the ball? Instead of handing it to the dude that got oh, you there, uh, all you got to do is turn around and hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch two times and get in the damn end zone. But you want you decide, D- Daryl Bevel decides as the offensive coordinator and Pete Carroll as the head coach and Russell Wilson as a quarterback, oh, why don't we call slice? And we can pick the dude and come underneath on a slant. Really? Instead of turning around and handing the damn ball to the beast, and allow him to plow his way into the end zone. So why do you think in the it? Super Bowl? So why do they do that? To make Russell Wilson a hero. And now this morning, Carol and Wilson are at odds. Come on, man! They didn't want Marshawn Lynch to be the hero. We all know that. Think about when they was going through how Marshawn throughout the course of the year was challenging the offensive coordinator and everything else, and being Marshawn, who Marshawn is, and then all of a sudden. 
you decide you're going to give the ball to the quarterback? Because mm-hmm. this team was about what, Zubin? You mentioned it early on. Defense mm-hmm. and the running game. It's oh, That's Carroll's MO everywhere. It was been. never about the quarterback. And then all of a sudden, y'all decide, hey, man, great play. Let's just pick this guy and throw. Worst play ever in sports. Ugh. It's the Super Bowl. Well, the Super Bowl makes it tough. And it was it at the really end. Tough. You had a chance to have another chip. Two-time head coach. I mean, two-time Super Bowl winning head coach Pete Carroll. He walks into the Hall of Fame. Back-to-back. He walks in. He walks in. Now it's like, well, you know, I don't know if he gets in. Well, you know, it's it's that conversation with people. And we could ask Peter King about that because I'm sure he would love to talk about it. I'm going to go just on the basketball side because for me, (laughs) I was – I was watching the game for NBA Countdown. Key, it's a 2018 NBA Finals Game 1. It's 107, 107. LeBron James has a 51-point game. I mean, just an incredible <laughs> performance by LBJ. George misses the free throw. And my, my boy, Jersey Pride, uh, St. Benedict's, McDonald's All-American, gets the rebound, tie game. I know, Key, tie game, and it just go back up. Go back up, but he dribbles the ball out as if he thinks they're up in the ball game. And there's that everlasting meme in my face where LeBron's pointing at the rim and it's just him pointing at, like, JR, help me. Why, why would you dribble the clock out? Where are you going? Time it. And they just, had a, they just had a timeout before that where they were discussing what they would do after they made the free. It's, um, it's one of the most epic plays it, I've seen in the history of sports. Probably not as crazy as the Super Bowl because that's the Super Bowl, but still game one against that team, like that, you got to get that win. Yeah, the, the, the difference is it was a Super Bowl, and that was game one, not game seven. I know. That I was know. game seven in the Super Bowl. <sighs> Winner take all, right? This, they, they had a chance to come back because they got six more games. The Seattle play – you don't have six. You got an offseason coming, buddy. That's it. And that was somewhat the demise of the Legion of Boom. Because at that point, everybody on that defense, aside of the ball and in the running game, started to kind of turn on Russell Wilson to a whole nother level. They started really, could, they really started to turn on him and dislike him. Could Russell have changed that if he had wanted to? Change what? That play? I mean, I don't know the I don't know the leeway that they gave him hmm. uh, to do it. I mean, look, when they I just call, wonder if you're they, in that situation, if you're Russ, if you see the play but call, you believe you're like, in it though. You believe in it because they they put it in your hands though, right? Jay? Of course, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah. it's just like if I if I come if I call a timeout and I go with my my board and I sit down and I draw it up and I'm zero you around and I get the pick and he's gonna be open and I need you to take the shot. You're not gonna say, no, nah, man, I ain't but, gonna take but the shot. Basketball is different though, man. No, you're gonna take the shot if if he's at quarterback. He's taking that shot. But so this is like Michael Jordan, like, you know, passing off game winners, and he started doing that towards the latter part of his career, where he's like, look, okay, if I'm going to get double team, I'm going to our bread and butter, like making that decision at that moment in time. Russ going to take the shot, and I don't know if Russ was 
there in his career mm. where he felt the confidence to, to wave that. it off anyway. Yeah. Here's yeah. the other thing you got to remember. When that drive was happening, you got to remember the momentum the Seahawks had on that drive. Man, Wilson oh, you make, so be quiet, man. You get ready to make me mad. Well, I'm just saying that's why you kind of go with the play that was called because everything, he completed some incredible passes on it. that drive. But they got there because that dude, 24, was Beast running through mode. people. I'm just answering Jay's question of why, why change it when everything on that drive up until that point had been Perfect. Yeah, it'd be perfect. But turn around and hand that ball to the dude with the dreads and let him walk in the damn end zone. Yeah. They was dejected. The enti- what? I, I know we got a break. Go go ahead, man. Just break because I'll go you're, on you're for about to so hot. You're about I love to it. break. You're about to break yourself. Because it's crazy. It's just crazy, Zubin, when you think about it. Turn around and hand the ball to 24. Then think about this. Then Russell The Wilson. Packers oh. defense just – I mean, the, the, the Pats defense – was just done. They was the, the the air was out of them. We'd be talking about Russ so differently, man. We'd be talking about Russ so differently. He'd been one of three active quarterbacks in today's game with two Super Bowls or more. And, and like, the back to back thing to me is oh. a bigger deal. The back to back thing. Oh. On the way, I'll give you a play that was actually more viewed. My worst play was viewed more times than anybody watching the Super Your Bowl. Worst play was scary. Take any of the fifty-five Super Bowls that have been played. The play that I'm going to come up with has been seen more times than anybody watching America's biggest sporting event. That's on the way, and Jay said there is a serious tone to it. The phone lines are filling up as well. You guys are weighing in with a lot of good NFL things. There's another NBA call that has something to do with LeBron, but not against J.R. Smith. That's a good one. And maybe one of the craziest NFL plays of the last few years also on the list. Everybody hang tight if you can. Your calls are next after. Jay has this from Cintas. (laughs) Today, people expect a new level of clean. Centos provides a wide range of essential products and services that help businesses keep their facilities and their employees clean and safe. Centos will keep you well-stocked with essential supplies like face masks, hand sanitizers, gloves, and thermometers. Centos will hygienically clean and deliver your uniforms as well. Centos also helps you protect employees and customers with first aid and safety supplies and fire protection services. Centos helps you open your doors with confidence every day. Learn how CentOS can help you keep your cl- your business clean and safe at CentOS.com. Get CentOS and get ready for the workday. Wednesday with Greeny, we're still looking back on Dak Prescott signing the richest deal in Cowboys history, and we'll talk to another Cowboy legend, Moose Johnston, with me, Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around... Different stressors, I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. 
The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning. I'm Zubin Mahenti here with your Sports Center update. We'll start on a serious note. Myers Leonard, the Miami Heat, will be away from the team indefinitely after uttering an anti-Semitic slur on a recent video game live stream. He apologized in an Instagram post yesterday. The Miami Heat said they'll cooperate with the NBA while they conduct a full in- investigation of the matter. It's college basketball. Number one, Gonzaga rolls over BYU, 88-78. They win the West Coast Conference Tournament. They won a school record 30 straight games. If you go back to last season, they're the fifth team to enter the NCAA tournament unbeaten since Bob Knight in Indiana finished off the last unbeaten men's national championship season in 1976. Black history always. Today we honor Sylvester Croom, the first African-American head coach in the SEC. He, of course, was the head coach at Mississippi State. We also honor Condridge Holloway, the first black quarterback in the SEC. He played in Knoxville for the balls in sports centers presented by progressive insurance cars homes boats motorcycles rvs and more at progressive.com okay we're asking this morning this question has gotten everyone fired up worst play you've ever seen in sports key is going with russell wilson to malcolm butler that pass was completed russell wilson and malcolm butler in super bowl 49 jay going with the LeBron James, J.R. Smith, could that have possibly, did that just happen? Yes, uh. it did just happen. We're going to get to all your calls, tweets. We're filling it up here. I'll give you mine uh, right now, 1994 World Cup. The United States hosted the World Cup for the first time ever. It was a gigantic, gigantic story. And the United States played Colombia. Colombia was the heavy favorite. When you are the World Cup host country, you don't have to qualify. You automatically get in. We had no business being on the field with Colombia with regards to talent. But in 1994, Andres Escobar, one of Colombia's best players, scored an own goal. Essentially, he put the ball in his own net to give the United States a 1-0 lead in this World Cup game in 1994. The final score of the game was, you guessed it, 2-1. So a one-goal difference was obviously the own goal scored by Escobar. Six days after the game, Colombia had been eliminated. They go back to Colombia. He's in a nightclub, and he was shot six times in the back. Yeah, that, shot six times in the back and was killed for essentially scoring that own. Yeah, that's a that's a bad deal. That's all I can tell you there, buddy. That that one there, that's a very <laughs> bad play. Yeah, it's a it's a because of what happened. So yeah, because of what happened, like you said, six nights later, it the, that certainly is a bad deal. Right. You have to think about what was happening in the country at that time. Colombia's spot on the world stage, the way people thought about the country, everything that was happening there. And then it was exacerbated by an incident like this. Escobar was one of their best players. He was actually their team captain and obviously is uh, rem- wow. remembered fondly Crazy, there man, in mi- Colombia. Yeah. That was pretty Jeez. wild for a game, right? Yeah, think about I, that. I mean, that's probably that's really wow. deep. Right. They played the United States, the whole deal, the world watching. It was a tragic moment, but, you know, 
Sometimes that's that's the scale. You're talking the Super Bowl, the World Cup, the NBA Finals. Things will always remember. This is more than a quarter century later. You can always remember every single detail. Okay, let's get to the phone lines. Let's get to the phone lines and get your worst play ever. Corey in Charlotte. You're on ESPN Radio. Go ahead, Corey. Uh, Good morning, fellas. Thanks for having me. Uh, Before I give my play, I agree totally with Keyshawn about that Super Bowl play. I'm a Patriots fan, and even I thought they was going to run the ball. So, yes, that's definitely the worst play ever. But the play I do have for y'all is week six, I think 2015, against the Colts when the Colts was going for it on fourth down. They line up in a point formation, then they all spread it out. And they had everybody on the like on the other side of the field, and like I think they even get got a legal procedure for the play, and they had the center and the punter, and mm-hmm. it was just like it was just all it was just terrible, and it, it it was crazy. It was really crazy. It was kind of funny too. It was. They're gonna have trouble living that one down. I remember that to a T. How about more NFL? Keith in Dallas, you're on ESPN Radio. Worst play ever. Keith? Hello. What up, Keith? Hello. What hey, up, Keith? Keith we got up? you. Uh oh. All right. Sorry, Keith. Service. We had Keith. Sorry, Keith. He doesn't uh, have I'm, straight talk wireless. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you Keith's play just to not leave him hanging. The Des Bryant play in the end zone against the Packers. I mean that's that's a referee making a decision on a ball bouncing around, whether it hit the ground, whether he tucked it, whether he got it, all that. It still ain't the Super Bowl. It's still not the Super Bowl. It's a playoff game. Yet another game where we don't know what a catch is, though. We still don't know uh, what a catch is. It's, no, you kind of sort of do now. We do right? now, but yeah. with it's, those stakes? Until they change it again. Yes. All right. How about, uh, let's see. Let's go to PA in Atlanta. PA in Atlanta. Worst play you ever seen. All right. So, uh, Jay Will got the NBA game. I'm going to go to the 2016 NBA Finals, Warriors-Cavs 2. Uh, game five, Warriors are up 3-1. LeBron uh, bolos over Draymond Green, and Draymond Green's had plenty of texts, but he gets a text for hitting LeBron in the groin. He's ejected from that game, suspended from the next game, and Warriors blow a 3-1 lead. It's a good one. They cut him up. Oh, yeah. It's a really good that, one. That, I mean, that's, they probably would have won the finals. Oh, they, they would have won the finals. Yeah, I mean, they had a 3-1 lead. I mean, and Draymond was the energy. Like The energy just went Dre out the got, building. Dre got hurt and Steph twisted his ankle. Well, right? Dre kicked LeBron I mean, I'm in sorry. The Dre got suspended and then Steph tw- twisted his ankle. Yep. So it kind of went downhill from there. Okay, back to the NFL. Chef Kev on Twitter says the Chef Kev. <laughs> Chef Kev is relentless. The Minnesota Miracle. Remember that play, of course. Case Keenum, boom, touchdown to end the Saints season in heartbreak. That was followed by man. If you're a Saints fan, it's been back to back devastation. You got no the Minnesota Miracle, right? And Kirk in Virginia. You're on ESPN Radio. Remind us what happened the next year to the Saints. Mm. Uh, somebody just stole it a little bit, but uh, I've been watching football since the mid-60s, and that no-call at the end of the championship game for the national, you know, the NFC, a couple of years ago is the worst thing I've ever seen. Everybody in the world saw that, and yet no officials on the field did. So there's something very bad there, and uh, I just, that's, that's, that's my take on that. Thanks, guys. I mean, it was a bad. It was a bad. It was egregious. It was ridiculous. It I made, don't understand how you missed that though. You we watched that you, back on 
replay 30 times in slow-mo. It's on the jumbo screen. Everybody sees it. (laughs) That's wild to me. I've I played in the league, Jay. I know how wide the field is, how long it is. I know what it, what the referees are looking at. I know where their eyes go. All of those things. I just don't know what they saw or Man. what he saw. If like I just somebody saw a lot of zeros in their bank account. That's what it feels. You know, like. it, 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 it it feels it like that. Feels it feels that way, like that. But I would hate to go there because it's kind of like you would think the integrity. You would think that. But as we've seen in the NBA, sometimes they play around <laughs> yeah. with bad guys, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it just – People are people, man. Everybody has man, their Man, it was so out in the – it was just like in the middle of the field. It, it wasn't in the trenches. It was like That's what in I'm the saying. middle of the field with only – With a spotlight two, on it. It was two people, right? <laughs> and the referees, in all eyes, not even the referee, when the ball is delivered – and out of Drew Brees' hands, the first thing you do, whether you're on the sideline or in the stands, is you follow the, the ball. ball. Exactly. So I'm like, how could the referee who spots it as the back judge or the umpire or any of these dudes don't turn their eyes? And I understand maybe it's not my call because I'm over here as the linesman and I don't see it. But I'm like, yo, bro, he just hit that dude. Man, man. You better throw that, that flag down. Opposite side even, of the if it was, even if it was four hours Boop. late. I would have just been like, <laughs> like, oh well. Still, it, 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 yeah. To this day, I'm just like, damn. Right. That's why we talking about Drew Brees coming back potentially. We'll see. It plays like that. Couple uh, more on the uh, Twitter line, and then we'll get back to the phone line here in a second. They're coming in so fast and furious. These are, these are so I love this. so basking the misery together. Adam says, and th- this is this is a good one because I'm sure we all remember this. It's this time of year. Probably Chris Webber taking a timeout when uh, Michigan didn't have any. 93 title game against oh, Mike North Carolina. Carolina. Brandon, worst playing sports. <laughs> uh, I guess, unless you're an Auburn fan, then this is the best playing sports. Worst playing sports, the 2013 Alabama-Auburn uh, kick, kick six. six yeah. Saban trots the backup kicker out onto the field to attempt a 60-yard field goal with one second to go in the game. Kick falls short and Alabama returns the kick. For a TD, brutal for Bama fans. Of course, you got to remember the man that was had the most attention yeah. to detail to get into, right? Yeah. To the guy that had the most attention to detail, Saban, we've ever seen, actually lets that <laughs> hang out there. Here's one that's whoever won Zubin is why really y'all? bad. I mean, because it's just Evan, the national we, championship. Why is Evan picking O'Dan, though? Here we go. Manny, oh, God. Dan Orlovsky's infamous safety, backing out of the end zone. Well, I mean, when you got them dudes chasing you, he running from Jared Allen. Where, man. Yeah. You see Jerry Allen. He's still running, though. Keep keep playing, D.O., Danny O. I I was supposed to call him Danny O. That's his new nickname that people told me to call. Man, y'all did damn dirty with that one. O for out of the end zone. Um, Oliver in New Jersey. What do you have? I don't need that on my What's up, guys? Huge fan. Uh, Hoboken guy over here. Jersey, what up, baby? What's up, man? Uh, I love the shout-out to 10th, by the way. I'm right down the street. Yeah. the, the worst play I've seen, not the same significance, but this year, the Jets versus the Raiders, last play, all-out blitz. Oh, yeah, Finally have a chance for a win. Mm-hmm. That's the worst them. I've seen. Oh. Calls Greg Williams his job. Oliver, you're, you're going to get, I mean, you're gonna, uh, you're get Evan. Evan mad now. You're going to get Evan mad. What's wrong with your Jets? Not even, that's not even a top three worst play in Jets history. Well, give me a top three worst play okay. in Jets history. Top, top three worst plays in Jets history. Uh, number three, well, two of these key was on the team for. Number, number three. Number <laughs> what three, a great way to set it up. Number three, the 1999 AFC Championship game. Uh, Jets are up teeth. 
uh, ten nothing. Keith Byers leaps trying to get a first down and fumbles the ball. Mm. Uh, the entire game changed. The Broncos scored yeah, a touchdown. We, we could have gone up seventeen zero. Uh, Keys Keys second season, I believe it was, or, or second season when he was with uh, with Parcells in, De- in Detroit. In Detroit, the last game pass. of the year, they they have a chance to to go up for the go ahead touchdown, Damn. and they throw a halfback pass, and uh. Leon Johnson throws an interception in the end zone. Yeah, That's that was a two. bad deal. And number one, I when once we watched, go to the playoffs. Yeah, and number one, I once watched on Thanksgiving night on prime time. I watched a quarterback for the New York Jets run into the back of his own offensive lineman, fumble the, the football, fumble. and and pick it up and run the rest of the way. <laughs> That's number one. That might be number one all time. That's definitely the worst play in Jets history. Oh, the butt fumble. Poor Mark Sanchez. Man, y'all need to stop, man. He just slipped and the guy bounced into him. Leave my Trojan alone. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's get right back into Booty it because you guys are <laughs> – Look at Rex. Uh, from two teams that night in the AFC to a couple teams in the NFC. Paul in Lexington, uh, you're on ESPN Radio. Worst play you ever seen? Good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, I've got two. Uh, the first one, uh, this is very fresh in my mind. The last play of the first half, the Packers and Bucks game. You put in 11 defensive backs. You don't let them throw the ball over your head. And the second one, Key, this is for you. Uh As another guy who loves to do dishes, the worst play when people bring dishes into the kitchen and stack them on top of dirty dishes. Then you've got to clean both sides. Well, that would be Jay Will. That's not me. Stop putting that false narrative out there. You stop it. That's not false narrative. It's facts. (laughs) You've never been to my house. You've never seen my kitchen. No one poses a question. It's like the it's like as my my longtime agent has told me it's the turkey sandwich story, right? When you open up the refrigerator when you come home from practice and you eat food that's not choice and you got the mustard in the corner and somebody says who eats my turkey sandwich? Not me. Not me. Not me. Well, why you got mustard in the side? Maybe I just had a side of mustard. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Go ahead, Zubin. <laughs> so that is that's an interesting call because to me, I, I understand what he's saying, and that obviously, you know, that's that's not really going to qualify as the worst call of all time. If you're a Packer fan, I'm not going to tell you how to feel, but not me. The the situation there was it's what <laughs> happened in the second half. What that the play was bad, but it was amplified times ten because of how the game ended and what could have been. So I completely get the call there from Paul in Lexington. Ended up probably being worse because of what happened versus that singular play. In the moment. And, and all these are great. There's no question about it. But it's not the Super Bowl. You are a, what was it, a few seconds away from putting on a ring again, Zubin. Mm-hmm. One like, more. Think, ab- think about it, Zubin. Mm-hmm. Think about it for a minute. And I understand the World Cup. I get it. And someone lost their life. I get that. Mm-hmm. I get it. The World Cup and millions of people follow soccer. Oh, it's the biggest sport. It's not, you know. It's overseas, it's big, we got a little small cup over here, that's fine. But the Super Bowl is our baby here in the United States. There's over 100 million people every year watch the Super Bowl. All you have to do is literally two times. If he doesn't get it the first time, you got even closer. He's going to get it the second time. The New England Patriots defense knew this. They was like, well, all of a sudden, Russell Wilson gets underneath the center. They call slice, which means somebody's going to run a slant. Somebody's going to pick the guy who's covering you. He comes underneath. He pulls the trigger and go. He had already predetermined where he was throwing a damn ball. He already predetermined that. Just, and the only reason why I get so, like, 
heated about it is it's the Super Bowl. You know how hard it is to win a damn game in the league? Uh, Let alone the Super Bowl. It's also the residuals there. It's also the residuals there because had they won that Super Bowl, then you go back to back and they're undoubtedly the kings of the NFL and you start to weaken the Pats in that game and instead moving forward. Also, the Seahawks have not been back to the Super Bowl since that moment. Right, you have to think about that. They've not been back to the Super Bowl since that moment, and they have been one of the most consistent teams in football for the entire. And I didn't even play for them, and I felt like I did. Mm. When I saw that live, man, my stomach. Every time I see that, my stomach is just. I got pits in my stomach just watching that because I know how hard it is to win a damn game, and I feel for the Seahawks players. I'm happy for the Pats, but I feel for the Seahawks players. There's dudes on that team that was. First-timers that wasn't there at the time that they won. This is their first Super Bowl. They probably haven't even gotten back. To, you know, it's just life-changing career moments. You have to go back and remember where you were when you're watching the game. As they're driving down the field, they're cutting alternately to all of these people, right? They're driving down the field. There was one pass in particular that Wilson completed. It was He just floated it up there. It was an unreal catch. And that was the, the play on the drive where it was like, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. Yes. And so they're cutting to the sideline. You're looking at Brady's face, and he's just sitting there. He's depleted. Ejected on the bench. Yes. Then he throws the pick. <laughs> and I always remember this. And, uh, and then NBC, who had broadcast the game, they just they cut right And Brady's to, looking like this. And then, and then who's the next Because <laughs> he couldn't believe, he couldn't it. believe it. Then they go to Richard Sherman. The yeah. Foil oh. for, and Richard like, Sherman's sitting there thinking, oh, like, the look on Richard Sherman's face was the polar opposite of Tom Brady. But to see those images... Back to back. Brady's sitting there. 15 seconds before. Brady's sitting there because Brady knows it's a wrap. He's sitting there like this and he goes, damn, I just lost the Super Bowl. It's a wrap. They what? Right. Oh, no. Yep. Oh, my God. Like, come on, man. Sherman had the same reaction with a different tone. And just the whole the foil between Sherman and Wilson. That's what I'm saying. That that whole thing just right there, boom. I've been in a situation. We played the Indianapolis Colts when I was in Tampa Bay. We were up with, like, I don't know, three minutes to go in a game, up by, like, 28 points or something stupid like that. I'm in the shower because I got hurt. I go in. I'm like, oh, we won the game. I come out the shower. they like, we lost. I'm like, "Huh?" huh? Oh, I've been a part of one of those. What? What do you mean we lost? Yeah, we lost. It's it's over. It's a wrap. That's how some Maryland fans fans feel, Zubin. Miracle Minute. Yeah, I've been a part of it. 20-year anniversary. Yes, you made that one of the worst moments in Maryland history. Back to the phone calls in just a second. One more Seahawks note. And this this one's a big one. Again, it's a Monday night game key. It's not, you know, it's not um, the Super Bowl, but... The simultaneous possession catch game. Do you remember that on Monday yeah. Night Football? The or both? Yep, they yeah. all came down with it in Seattle on a Monday night. That's so a big again, play, big yeah, play, but big play. That was a good play for uh, for Seahawks. But fans, anything. Not so much but the fans. difference is, anything could happen in that moment, as mm-hmm. we just saw Kyler Murray do it a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. Anything or, or last season, anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. That. But you got. I don't even want to keep going into it. <laughs> you got to do. 220-some pounds. They're scared of him. His nickname is Beast Mode. They're scared of him for a reason. Mm -hmm. All he got to do, he can fall forward for the touchdown. Right. And like you said, if he didn't get it the first time, the clock continues to run. It gives Brady less time. There's so much things going on. Okay. Uh, Mike in Pennsylvania, you're on ESPN Radio. It's all right. Go go with the sequel on this one. It's the second time we've heard it, but it's amazing. Yo, guys, I was going to call it the Fab Five, and uh, Chris Weber calling a timeout he didn't have. 
Um, I'm going to call it another one, though, just in case, and it's Matt Dodge putting the ball right to Deshaun Jackson. Tie game, <laughs> 14 seconds left. I thought Tom Coughlin was going to go out in the field and kill that young guy. Uh, and I'll just say real quick, Jeez. my day is made because I heard Keyshawn Johnson on live radio say, throw the damn ball. So thanks, guys. Thank you, Mike. You got it, man. <laughs> Here's the one thing about Weber that I remember, and, and Jay, you'll remember this too, because, and this was a real poignant moment. And obviously, here we are. It's March Madness. This was a 93 title game against North Carolina. And I remember after the game, they talked to Steve Fisher, who was then uh, Michigan's coach and just retired to San Diego State's coach a few years ago. And he went up to Chris Webber and he said to him, and, you know, I mean, think about what was going on there. Did they, they told him numerous times in the last time out. They, oh, the last time out, they repeated it nonstop. We, we don't have, have no time <laughs> out. But well, that's he, the worst thing in sports. Oh, to you, is oh. to do when you do that, <sighs> the opposite happens. Right. And, and it, you see it all the time in football, fourth and inches. The first thing that they say is, don't jump. No-brainer, freeze, is what we call it on offense. Mm -hmm. No-brainer, everybody freeze. He's going to bark out the signals, and he's going to point. Do not jump. jump. Either on the offensive line or defensive line, every single time, not every single time, but a lot, somebody jumps. You know, it's like no-brainer, freeze, man. He just told you we're not snapping the ball. And then the guy jumps. When he calls a timeout, and you can see it on the video, and mm-hmm. Jalen Rose does a great job with that documentary, 30 for 30. When he calls a timeout and he looks at the bench, right. and you just see everybody at the bench go, right. like, what are, you, what are you doing? And he recognizes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's messed up. I, 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 Gosh, man. And I those are things that never that. leave you. Like, we're revisiting that 30 years later. Yeah, like, that, was a, that was the one thing in my career oh. I was always afraid of, is being that, that guy, guy. Mm-hmm. that would cost my team. I was petrified. You know, they talk about the Super Bowl. I was like petrified not to be that guy to be out there be dropping him. No, it ain't. I promise to God, <laughs> gonna be me. It wasn't gonna be me. Let me give you one. thing. I wasn't on, gonna do it, Jay. Let me give you one thing on Fisher, and just because I think you know this plague is always only seen in one way, obviously. But after the game, Fisher went up to to Weber shortly thereafter, and they were talking about what to do next season. He'd been amazing college player, and he went on to actually have a great rookie year in the NBA. And that was the big question: What are you going to do? You have nothing to prove at this level. He went on to be the first overall pick in the NBA draft. He was co-rookie of the year, all this stuff. And Fisher said to him, he said, listen, if you want to come back because you love this, the Fab Five, we're changing the way basketball is played. You guys are beloved. You're a part of something. If you want to come back, come back. If you want to come back to atone for what just happened here, like the whole motivation, like I'm going to show them, don't come back. You have nothing to prove. Fisher said to him, we love you. You made a mistake. But if you're going to come back to right that wrong, don't come back because that's wrong. And I thought that was a really poignant way of saying it. Again, it's only going to be seen in one way. On the way back to the NFL talk, one of our insiders pours cold water on a huge blockbuster trade we're all talking about. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.